0: Dan and Corey here, welcoming you in to Libservative. The
1: great fundamental issue now before our people. We, the people, cannot turn that.
0: got to turn my mic on shah hey (laughs) welcome in to another rousing rendition of libservative intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy if you've been with us for a while we would like to name you honorary intellectual idiots happy to have you aboard for bell the body snatcher behind the scenes he is always is Corey walsh
2: and he's dan griffin
0: this is libservative and uh, slow news week, Corey. you sure slow. That? Not not a lot going on. You're not going to do this. Lo- not a lot. Not a lot going on. Uh, You're going to
2: bamboozle me this time, Dan.
0: <laughs> I I am going to hijack the first uh, the first portion of the show. But before I do that, Corey, tell the people where when, how, all of the interesting ways that they can find the who's,
2: us. The what's, the when's, the where's, and the how's. Libservative Podcast is found on all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is absurdiveshow.com We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at absurdivepod. Our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcast, and you can reach out directly at libservativepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. Mm-hmm. Pause this. Unless you're watching a live. You know, what's really funny. Button.
0: We had a guy, I think last week on YouTube that called us like mom's basement warriors or something like that. And I'm not even going to lie to anybody right now. My basement does look like it's my mom's because I don't know if you can see over my left shoulder here, but my pool table is covered in my laundry. I didn't give a shit enough before we started the show to but move that stuff to you're a But self-conscious place.
2: enough about it to mention it. So that means you're growing up, my boy. Am I growing up now? You're all grown up. Get out of the, go ahead and get out of that basement.
0: On the other side, I have a nice wet bar with all my bourbons and yeah, let's look over there. Look on that side. Don't look over my left shoulder here. I'm covering <laughs> up this right side
2: of your screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Corey, what do we have to cover tonight? We've got some new COVID re- revelations that I'm going to hijack. Maybe what I'm thinking is going to be the first 10 minutes of the show, but that always ends up being like an hour. And then, uh, we've got, uh, We've got Trump supporters losing their shit over nothingness yet again. And it doesn't have anything to do with Trump's indictment because that's not nothingness. Um, What do we have? We have stuff to shit on the left tonight. Don't we? Yeah. We've got the tale of two corruptors or corruptees. Uh, We've got uh, uh, Trump's indictment versus uh, Biden's bribery scandal. So that'll be a, that'll be a nice balanced portion of the show. I think And we've got the, uh, the CIA essentially purchasing your data. Congratulations. And also, uh, to let the Trump supporters know that we don't completely hate you uh Trump's courts are doing things that liberals should love but orange man bad so nobody talks about it that's our show for tonight oh and we got to talk about flag people
2: <laughs> the flags
0: I'm not gonna tell you what flag people are you're just gonna have to wait until the end of the show but they are they're an interesting they're an interesting bunch
2: no, I'm just dredged in anticipation.
0: Are you seething? Seething. What does he mean by flag people? The flag people. The flags. Mm. I guess. <laughs> Something we didn't plan on talking about tonight until I happened to catch Matt Taibbi's uh, sub stack feed were these new uh, COVID revelations uh, reported on very well for a long time by michael schellenberger that essentially reveal patience not patient but patience zero uh of covid now we'll get into this a little bit a little bit in a little bit more detail but he is using michael schellenberger that is he is using unnamed sources from the u.s government. So take that for, for what you will. But Benhu, Yuping, and Yan Zhu are patients zero from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, according to this report from Michael Schellenberger. Why is this important? Because we are... if If, if these names can be corroborated, we are that much closer to finally determining definitively that covid came from the wuhan institute of virology through not just by not i mean by accident for sure okay i'm not one of these guys that thinks that like the chinese just released it on purpose to fuck the world over by accident but still this was a narrative that you were told in april of 2020 may june july august september october of 2020 that you're a conspiracy theorist. Or not just that you're a conspiracy theorist, but you're a bigot who hates Asians. You remember that? Yes. Was that not a fun time? That was a fun time in the Western world, wasn't it?
2: Because it was so polarized. Like, you remember that time? You remember those days?
0: Remember it's those not much days, different now. What days <laughs> those were. So apparently, uh, I think they only give the details for Ben Who. Uh, you can find this... Um, on Schellenberger's uh, Substack group, The Public. Not The Public. I think it's just called Public. You can find it. You can find it on Substack. Uh, So who fell ill in November of 2019 after working with uh, the closest relatives of the SARS-CoV-2 virus and inserting never-before-seen gain-of-function features into said virus? According to Schellenberger's report, so I'm just going to read you a little bit of the piece from Schellenberger's piece. Uh, when a source was asked how certain they were that these were the i that the three were the identities of the uh, scientists who developed symptoms consistent with COVID 19 in the fall of 2019, the public was told. Schellenberger was told. 100 percent according to these sources ben who is essentially the next she jing lee i think you i think we remember her name from early covid days uh this is according to alina chan a molecular biologist uh at the at the broad institute of mit and harvard and co-author with matt riley of viral the search for the origin of covid 19 she is known as she she isn't the name, not she, she <laughs> is known as quote, the bat woman of China and led the gain of function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Ben, Hu was her star pupil. He'd been making, I can't pronounce this word. Ben Hu. Sherim sh- uh, SARS like virus. I don't know how to pronounce that word. SARS like viruses and testing these in humanized mice. Chimeric chimeric is that what it is yes, chimeric sir. chimeric why didn't i know i feel like i should have known that word uh chimeric SARS like viruses and uh testing these on humanized mice if i had to guess uh who would be doing the 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 risky virus research and most at risk of getting accidentally infected it would be him referring to Ben-Hoo.
2: ben who ben who
0: yeah. Uh who is this, research- is this
2: like a who's on first bit?
0: I see what you I see what you're doing, and you're you're not gonna take away from my my time here. Who who <laughs> I'm reclaiming <reclaming> my time? <laughs> who
2: re-
0: who researched the novel lineage of these SARS-like viruses from which SARS CoV 2 hails and in 2019 co-authored a paper with xi Jing Li that described SARS-like lineages they had studied over the years. Jamie Metzel, a former member of the World Health Organization. Uh, Expert Advisory Committee on committee on Human Genome Editing, who raised questions starting in early 2020 about a possible research-related pandemic origin, said, quote, it's a game-changer if it can be proven that who got sick with COVID-19 before anyone else. That would be the smoking gun. Who was the lead hands-on researcher at She's Lab? Sources tell Public and Racket, who are the two... Uh, groups of folks that have been working on this. So that's Schellenberger's group and Matt Taibbi's group. Uh, Sources tell Public and Racket that other news organizations are chasing aspects of this story. On Saturday, the Times of London London quoted an anonymous U.S. State Department investigator saying, quote, it has become increasingly clear that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was involved in the creation, promulgation and cover up of the COVID-19 pandemic. Public and Racket are the first publications to reveal the names of the three sick uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology workers and place them directly in the lab that collected and experimented with SARS-like viruses poised for human emergence. Pretty, pretty, pretty damning, right?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, this this is and this isn't even fringe anymore. What was it? The Department of Energy said this. The FBI said it.
0: CIA. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, it's just, it just, so this is what just is to me is as, as, as uh, you were talking about this, I wrote it down. It was uh, how on the surface us in China, like really don't like each other. But when you go a few layers deep, like how, just how coupled we still are and just like how in bed we are with each other. And the fact that this was a Chinese lab, but it got a major source of its funding from America from the NIH from the NIH. Anthony Fauci's Anthony, Anthony Fauci's crew. Um, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of the other guy's name. It's right in the tip of my tongue. Bill Gates, not Bill Gates, uh, <laughs> Chris uh, something, I think, or something like that. It's uh, anyways, um, how they're working together to work on coronaviruses, and now more and more information is coming out that they were, in fact, doing gain-of-function research there. And it was just the two governments in bed, and it, it, it what it's looking like is neither wants to be held culpable, and neither wants to blame the other side because of the fact that if one side does get blamed definitively, the other side is going down with it. And I just found you, that interesting.
0: That is interesting, but what do you think about uh, multiple unnamed U.S. government sources. Because I couldn't help but like read the comments from both this article and also when Matt Taibbi shared it. You can you can tell which silo a person is in based on their comment regarding sources, and it doesn't even just have to be this story. So, like, if you agree with the narrative, the unnamed sources are credible. If you don't agree with the narrative, you assume that the unnamed sources are not credible. And what's interesting about that to me is that like unnamed sources are not a new part of journalism. Unnamed sources have been around since journalism, especially since investigative journalism. Right. So, but on the other side of that coin, I understand why people are skeptical. Whenever they see quote unquote unnamed sources. Because we've been lied to for five years about one thing or another, whether it's COVID, whether it's RussiaGate, you know, whether it's um I don't know, pick something, pick something that Trump lied about. You know what I mean? Like is it because it happens on both sides. Pick whatever your thing is, uh, and then throw unnamed sources in there. And it's kind of frustrating because it makes it really, really difficult for people like Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibi to do good journalistic work, which they do because I think most sources want to remain nameless. I mean, look what the fuck happened to Edward Snowden. Look what the fuck happened to Julian Assange and Chelsea Manning. Right. And, and, and I mean, would you want to be named if you had this information?
2: Right. And then, and at the same time, it's not necessarily the journalist's job to reveal these people, right? It's a just bringing attention to an issue. Bringing attention to an atrocity, bringing attention to an infringement, bringing attention to even something positive. It's not their job necessarily to tell you who told them this. It's their job to bring attention to an issue for other people to lift rocks in a sense. What do you think gonna... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, because when these things keep getting brought up, you know, and like people are protecting their sources for the sake of their own credibility to keep having sources it's eventually the names and things are released when other people look into it. But when that specific journalist is protecting his source, he's just showing credibility. I mean, not showing credibility necessarily to the reader, but to his sources. So he can continue bringing attention to other things that people are more apt to talk to him.
0: So yeah, like undamed sources is now like the new thing that you can just point to. If you don't like the narrative that's, put yeah, in a there's a lot way. of, uh,
2: a lot of murkiness in an unnamed source. If it if it fits your narrative, then you're all for it. And if it doesn't, then you're against it. But they're just not new. Like unnamed sources aren't new. This is like no, people acting no, like, this no. is like a new Look revelation. Fucking Watergate. <laughs> Deep throat. The unnamed source was named after a porno. Should and that we... unnamed source led to one of the biggest uncoverings of a Big fucking scandal happening in our US government.
0: So I guess what that means is that so water now gave, we're
2: just supposed to disregard. Yeah, water. water gets fake. a
0: scam. It's a scam. Yeah, it didn't actually yeah. happen. Nixon. Now Nixon, now Nixon was, the perfect, two aren't, was
2: perfect. The two aren't uh necessarily correlated or anything like that, but it's just an example of like what an unnamed source can actually do. Well, and here's the thing: like all you have to do
0: is look at the Ability of a of a Taibi or a Schellenberger, you know, or or a Barry Weiss or um or an Aaron Mate to to write a story like read read the story, comprehend the story, put your put your biases aside for just one second, and you can tell by the way a story is reported and the the just the the, the genuine journalistic ability as to whether or not that story is credible. Like, take take this story and then compare it to a Taylor Lorenz piece and tell me which is more journalistically sound. Because right. what Aaron, Ma- or not Aaron Matze, I'm sorry. We love Aaron Mate, But what Schellenberger does here is he just reports the facts as he sees them. He doesn't inject his opinion Right into these pieces and when he or taibi do those things they let you know that's what they're doing
2: yeah um uh, yeah as you're saying this i was thinking more about how to articulate this better like an unnamed source is just a vessel you know or a mode of transportation to get you to the final outcome or the destination now sometimes that vessel or that car isn't going to get you there it breaks down Sometimes it gets you there. And then when you get there, like rocks are upturned and things like that. An unnamed source is just to bring attention to a situation to get more people to talk about it to maybe finally come to a, a definitive answer to the first proposition of a question.
0: Yeah, it's not a situation where like if you get an like I'm I'm sure every even good journalists get garbage unnamed sources that don't mm-hmm. lead them anywhere and they don't report on those.
2: Right. But journalism is. It's it's literally putting together like uh it's literally what like uh, uh detectives do. It's putting together a story based on the evidence that they have.
0: It's so hard. It's so hard to be a fucking journalist. I feel bad for these motherfuckers these days, man. It's it's so because people I it, it America is so over propagandized that they just they really have a hard time. And and you and I are guilty of this too on occasion. Like it doesn't. It's not like it's not like we're perfect, but they they Americans just have such a horribly tough time deciphering good and bad journalism because they don't know what it is anymore.
2: And it couple all, that with echo chambers and silos, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and, and good and bad and journalism
0: is is then affected by uh,
2: preconceived notions, preconceived
0: notions and opinions. God damn my my eyes itching like a motherfucker. Woo.
2: Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, no, this 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 isn't necessarily new information to us, but other people might find this interesting that like cuz even in uh Wuhan there was that uh that doctor um what was his name? Gao, I think it's my that he was like basically like the, the equivalent of our CDC director. He mm-hmm. came out and he's like, "Well, anything's possible."
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the idea that the idea that this thing came from a lab was already basically not entirely proven, <laughs> but lots of lots of major hunches. This this report from Michael Schellenberger is getting us getting us much closer to proving that that's the case. Um, you can't. It's not quite proven just yet, but my goodness, we're like ninety eight percent of of the way there. So um, we'll keep up on this story. Um, and um, deliver any updates that
2: uh, may be necessary. And that's so important that and like everyone's like, well, why are you still talking about this? You know, it's two years, three years later. Why? Because are we were lied to. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because the ramifications that if COVID did come from a lab, then that means that ultimately it could be prevented again, but we need to know what the fucking problem was in the first place to prevent well. it. And you know what it's so interesting seeing as we're a political podcast let's just throw
0: this out there for just a second so who's who's the who's the devil in all of this if this turns out to be true Anthony Fauci No, I'm just <laughs> no you guessed the right name it is oh, Anthony Fauci And here's here's but here's why that's important right because Anthony Fauci is a guy that's been used as like this political chess piece for Shit, what is it? Fuck, I'm losing track of time now. For, yeah, for but you don't
2: now. think that he's ultimately, he also could, like, plain devil's advocate, not necessarily, like, the big boogeyman, but more or less just the fall guy?
0: Well, when he goes to Congress and tells Rand Paul that Rand Paul doesn't know what gain-of-function research is and that it's not happening, happening at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, yeah, yeah, he's the, he's the boogeyman. He's the bad guy. That's true. Uh, not to mention, not to mention all of the AIDS shit from, from back then, but it's like, he's been used as a political chess piece by both sides. Can we like for, for, for Trump supporters out there that are like, yeah, this has been crazy. Why were we forced to get vaccines and masks and whatever? If like, if you're a Trump supporter, don't forget the fact that Donald Trump kept Anthony Fauci on staff for the entirety of 2020. Yeah. So like you he's know just as culpable in that as Joe Biden is if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna blame presidents, which is just what we do in this country for some weird right. reason.
2: And you know what pisses me off the most about all this? Like if this what all these cookie, you know, cookie crumb trails, bread trails that are leading to the fact that it may have came out of a lab. For a whole goddamn year, we were just letting people die, but we were pretending we didn't even know what this virus was. Where if it did come from a lab, but people were just covering their own asses so they didn't get in trouble that that means they had reams and reams of data on this specific virus that could have been used to help negate issues that happened in the beginning. That's what makes me the maddest about the idea that it may have came from a lab because if it did fuck all of this, Oh, we don't know what it is. It could have came from a bat and uh, someone, some Chinaman was eating bats. Uh, you know, all of this things that people were just saying, they were saying that it coming from, uh, like banning people from China was racist, but blaming Chinese people eating bats wasn't, which was a weird narrative that we had for a little bit there. But then also on top of that, the fact that like, if it was from a fucking lab, that means that there was a shit ton of research on it. That means that they had the basic RNA sequence of this this, this uh, virus that means that they had they could have had a jumpstart start with all of this data on how to combat it that means that we would have known that masks were a toss up that means that we would have had the beginnings of how to combat it and like the effects it had on human dna and all of these different things that could have puts that could have stamped down the divisiveness in our country that could have stamped down just people dying like i lost a cousin while everyone was up in the air wondering where this shit came from
0: you did and look the it 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 all boy you're right cory it, it all boils down to not wanting to get busted right because if we right because if it came from here and if they just said right from the beginning hey look we think this leaked from a lab um obviously obviously an accident which i don't think uh, most people didn't think that this was like some bioweapon that was released on purpose there was was a couple of goofballs out there that thought that but like you know the idea that it couldn't have come from a lab right from the beginning like the fact that if you remember the way that uh news organizations talked about this at the beginning it's almost like we should have known back then because it was just so, no, absolutely not. You're a fucking racist if you think that. Oh, yeah, you yeah hate it was untouchable. If you think that. And so it's like it's almost like when when they get so defensive about it, that should have been when we were first asking questions. And not enough of us were. Some of us were. I wasn't. I don't think you were. Um, I was ready to accept the the, the kind the of entertainment
2: narrative. It. But I remember I remember saying it could have, you know like there, there's no definitive answer of how this happened. But I also remember like thinking that the idea of it coming from a bat made complete sense. you know we're constantly yeah we're constantly tearing down uh, the n- nature, you know what I mean We're constantly tearing down forests and moving places closer to caves and things like that where bats where bats live and reside and in doing so, We're taking all the bats of a square area, you know, like 10,000, you know, square miles or whatever, and as we're encroaching on their whole livelihood, we're compacting all the bats together, right? That means that bats are going to be closer in proximity. That means they're going to spread diseases to each other. That gives the the, uh, possibility of diseases mutating faster. Couple that with the idea of people just living closer to them. Yeah, you know, it does make sense. And that still is a possibility. But the idea that we just straight just made anyone who said, well, you know, like the Wuhan lab was doing research on sars cov stuff and to just shut that down and say that, no, that's not it. I think we lost lives while people were arguing about that. And that's what pisses me off.
0: Yeah, but you don't want to be, you know, the NIH didn't want to get their hand caught in the cookie jar. I mean, that's why. that's why Anthony Fauci was made to look like a complete fucking buffoon by Rand Paul, uh, in that testimony when Rand Paul was, you know, accusing the NIH of engaging in, in, uh, gain of function research. And and then Fauci tried to tell Rand Paul, Senator, I don't think you understand what gain of function research is. It's so funny because they didn't, it, it, it the the way that Fauci got around that was so sneaky because it's like no one can really define what gain of function research is, so he didn't have to like admit to it. It's like critical race theory, you know. It's like this contentious thing that nobody can actually define. Nobody really knows what it is.
2: We're gonna give one of our longtime uh, viewers a shout out to her granddaughter real quick. Hey,
3: Lorelai. Hi, <laughs> that's my daughter. Shout out to my daughter. <laughs> she's, a, she's being trans- indoctrinated commanded. by libservative.
0: Bell, we weren't gonna mention that.
3: <laughs> that's okay. She's a libservative <laughs> child, you know. Oh my god! Raising Everybody, them upright.
0: Everybody's Raising watching me upright. on camera. scratch the shit out of my eye. I don't know what doing that. What do you got? Pink eye? Eh. Yeah, Marissa farted on my pillow god damn it uh anyway shall we move on we'll keep we'll keep up on this uh, yeah schellenberger read the piece the public from uh racket news
2: <sighs> what do you want we'll to move next uh, i was just going down the list to have two corruptors corruptees
0: sure corruptors slash uh corruptees so we have the trump indictments what are we what are we at 35 counts now 37, 37 48 20 37, 2000, I think. 2301 if you ask occupy democrats uh so i guess you know i guess we can start with the trump indictments um we didn't really talk about it last week cuz it was kind of fresh we didn't know exactly what was going on we talked about it a little bit i think didn't we but we didn't really deep dive too too deeply into this um the thing that i've paid attention to most about trump's indictments is the reaction to it and just the reaction that both the left has. And I'm not going to say the right, but definitely like the Trump supporting right has. I have, I don't know if you've seen this, but I have seen, look, they're just anecdotal, right? But I've seen multiple videos of Trump supporters being asked about the indictments and them saying they haven't even read them which doesn't surprise me really when you're talking about Trump supporters because they're sycophants. And then you have the the polar opposite on the left where people are, are, are literally acting like he committed murder of hundreds of thousands of people. Like, of course, we've talked about for the last five years, like he's literal Hitler. Both of these reactions are fucking dumb (laughs) in in every single way imaginable. Here's how I see this. Trump had classified documents that he shouldn't have had, which isn't really the biggest problem, because I know I I can already hear people. What about Biden's documents? What about Pence's documents? (laughs) Again, like. It's not the possession of the documents that's the issue, it's it's the it's it's the the what's the word I'm looking for, Corey? The 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 avoidance. The, obstruction. the obstruction, the obstruction. God, why couldn't I think of the word obstruction? I don't know, uh, you keep
2: poking yourself in the eye.
0: Sorry, yeah, maybe that's why I'm poking my brain. Um, it, it's it's the, it's the obstruction that's the issue, and now we like point out to me when Biden or Pence have audio recordings. Of themselves, talking to their buddies, bragging about the fact that they have. Yeah, that part's pretty
2: damning, isn't it?
0: Like that's that's yes, that's absolutely the most the most damning part. But here's the thing: I still don't really care. (laughs) And the reason is, and the reason is this: the reason I don't really care is because what it seems like to me is that Donald Trump took these documents, and he's basically. Like a stoner who stole the high street sign, so he can show his buddies this thing that he's not supposed like to have,
2: the, like the big beaver sign. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like <laughs> sixty nine. He stole this. Like he stole the street sign so that he can brag to his buddies about this thing that he that he's not supposed to have. It's not. It's not a situation that you see on the left where they're like, Are you, what was he going to do with those documents? Was he going to sell them to the Russians? Was he going to sell them to China?" No, he wasn't going to fucking do that. He's a moron, folks. He's, know, a he's such a genius idiot. in some
2: aspects and then such just a fucking idiot. He's a marketing. He's genius. his own worst enemy. Like, you he's, know what I mean? He's like a savant. And it's. You know, like when it comes to it, too, like everyone is like, oh, like this is a political hit job. and uh, You know, on the grand scheme of things, yes, you could definitely is. see like the politicization of the DOJ when it comes to things like this. Right. But at the same time, if you remember, they were really, really trying to do their damnedest more than you and I would ever, ever get from the Department of Justice when it came to this. First, they said, we think you have these. We need them back. He denied that. Then they subpoenaed him. He didn't give them up. They had to raid his fucking house to get them. I mean, that is basically textbooks, you know, fucking obstruction. Yeah, like if he would have handed them over, it would have been just a cliff note in 2022, just like or 2023, just like Biden or Pence. Yeah, he just but, up. but what's hurting him is holding on to him. But I could holding see on him on getting him charged for that to his obstruction about the
0: fact that he has them.
2: <laughs> I don't think the espionage shit's going to stick.
0: See that? Oh God, I'm so glad you brought that up. Like you got to take it one step further because that's that's the whole. Well, is he, was he going to sell them to somebody? Was he going to use these documents? And hey, what for? is this,
2: minority report? We're supposed no, to just guess? No, no, no,
0: no. he's a fucking moron who thought he was going to do something fun and brag to his buddies about how he has these documents that he's not supposed to have
2: because he's a narcissist. He That's thought, all he yeah, cares he, about. He thought that if he took him and just said, oh, these are... I declare declassified <laughs> like he just thought that it would be fine. Like, <laughs> What's like and if, you,
0: if you if you have any semblance of like political knowledge and I'm not saying you have to be brilliant because neither of us are. Uh, we know the basics on a lot of stuff. We don't know a ton. The Espionage Act is a fucking joke. It's always been a joke. It was a law implemented by Woodrow Wilson dur- during World War One. To basically arrest detractors from World War One. It's it, it is an anti-whistleblower law. That's what it is. Yeah. It's nonsense. It should be repealed and it shouldn't exist to begin with. I concur, Dan. Thank you. I'm glad I could get hey, that off my you know chest. What, You're Fuck the Espionage Act. Can we make it can we get shirts made? Fuck the Espionage Act.
2: Yeah. Right, right along with our shirts that say uh not gonna seize that means of production. Yeah. And uh, uh, should we have one making fun of like Punisher shirts or Blue Lives Matter shirts? Uh, oh, no, we should have we
0: should have a shirt that has like a Punisher thin blue line on one side and a don't tread on me on the other side. And then on the bottom, talk about how fucking contradictory those two things are. It's <laughs> just, just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> You're an idiot if you fly both of these. Flags right, like I want to make time. a shirt
2: that says with an American flag on it. And it says these colors don't run. And then underneath, it's going to say in smaller print, dry, clean only. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Because these colors any- will run in a washer.
0: Do you have anything else to add about the the, the Trump indictment? I, I I think you have a lot more like technical details than I do as far as like, uh, what's actually occurring.
2: You know, so there's, well, there's 37 counts. Um, most of them deal with the Espionage Act. Oh God. And yeah no that's basically it they're, they're getting them for the obstruction not necessarily for even having the documents so i'm fine with
0: that i'm fine with that like yeah. okay get them on the obstruction none of the espionage
2: act bullshit i hope the espionage act bullshit doesn't stick because that's just I do bad too. for you or i
0: i do too and like everything that we've talked or about any
2: american not even just you or i but when i say things like that i mean just the american people
0: you know what else? I if find you take something
2: like an espionage act and IJ, just make it so broad, then we're all fucked.
0: Yeah, we're all fucked. We're fucked right now. If we have any sort of documents that we don't know we're not supposed to have,
2: do you um, have any sort of documents that you know you're not supposed to have? Mm. What's what's I got like ID? I got like what's an old
0: fake I got like an old fake ID from when I was 19. <laughs> do I need? Do I need you to did that
2: FBI. Need F- <laughs> F- F- <laughs> FBI. Do you hear that?
0: I need to turn that over. Uh, I I think the other thing that I find interesting about the Trump indictments is that like a lot of what we talked about, a lot of what we've talked about over the past couple of years when it's always been, you know, from the from from like, you know, CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and fucking the fucking Washington Post and the Taylor Lorenz's of the world always talking about or fuck occupy Democrats always talking about how we've got him now. We've got him now. We've got him now. And what have we always said? We've always said yeah. that like when they actually get him on something it's going to be bullshit. Reasonable people aren't going to care and I and I I feel that way right now. I don't really care. And like this is something that's actually legitimate that they got and him on this same, time.
2: like both of us who have uh um by
0: no means we're Trump on the fans men's, by yeah, no on means the Trump men's
2: fans of our TDS <laughs> at this point Anything they get Trump with is just hollow. Yeah. We were talking about,
0: they don't understand how literal literal Hitler, the most corrupt,
2: the most corrupt evil president that we've ever had a threat to the democracy. When in reality, he's probably,
0: he's probably at best like on par with the rest of them. You know what I mean? I don't think he's any worse or any
2: better. And we're just going to get him on an obstruction charge. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I always, I often refer to him as like, you know, Al Capone, like, this big murderer, killing people, Bloody uh, bloody Valentine, the well, uh, Valentine's Day Massacre, all this stuff. And then get him on tax him evasion. And yeah. And he dies
0: of syphilis in prison. I, look, but it it is a scary thing, right? Because as much as I don't like Trump, as much as I think he's unfit to lead, as much as I think he was an awful president for, for various reasons, not the least of which is blowing up the debt for anybody that wants to talk about inflation right now. Um, for all the reasons I, I I cannot stand Donald Trump, I really find it discouraging how and out just being a political outsider, and not even not even that much of an outsider, right? Because he didn't drain the swamp. He had so much of of the same folks in his government that had traditionally been in government before. And, yep. Yeah. He wasn't even that much of an outsider, but like even just him as just this little bit of an outsider the way that he has been absolutely manhandled by the establishment and but and to his credit, done a really good job taking it, okay that maybe nobody else could do. I find that part of the Trump quote unquote witch hunt discouraging and i don't know if 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 our listeners are going to hear that and think that like now i'm some sort of trump apologist which i absolutely am not it's it's the outsider effect of the way he's been treated that scares the shit out of me because now how do you get a guy like a bobby kennedy junior you know how do you get a third party i know i know i don't know, know fucking pie in the sky right how do you get a third party president it's never going to happen it's never but it doesn't mean we're going to stop fighting for it but when you see that, when you see what they've done to Donald Trump, it's 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 a little discouraging, and I don't, and and I say that as a guy who wants Trump to go away just as much as anybody else does.
2: Right, but to see that, I hope clear... what I'm saying makes
0: sense. I know it does to you, but
2: <clears throat> no, it does because you're, you're we're seeing at this point, it's like it's pretty clear, right? It's pretty clear that there's a bias towards the guy. It's pretty clear that the the Justice Department is being politicized. Because even Trump, for his, all of his shit that he was, like, uh, like when he was in Clinton and just boasting all oh, of this shit, lock her up, this and that, there wasn't much. There wasn't a bunch of investigations. There wasn't a bunch of uh, court cases and stuff of his political detractors or his political opponents. What kind of. he 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 mentioned Biden in that quid pro quo when he got impeached the first time. Yeah. Which now might like he made it about himself. So that's the quid pro quo. So that's the what he they got him on, which is fine, you know. The guy's a narcissist, he's a fucking idiot. But the shit he was talking about, like it goes on to what we're talking about next with the uh charisma and stuff like that. Like that's the shit he was talking about in Ukraine.
0: Yeah. Like, it's like Jimmy Doors said a million times. The, the, the reason the establishment hates Donald Trump is because he accidentally says the truth sometimes. <laughs> like, he accidentally says what's, what's actually going on. And then the establishment goes, oh, he's just a well, crazy person. Damage
2: control, damage control, yeah, nothing to just, see here. He's
0: just a crazy person. And, like, look at all these racist things that he's done in his past. Like, they, they just deflect away. From the thing that he actually said, ninety percent of what Trump says is fucking nonsense. But there are some crumbs of truth in everything that every and a lot of. I'm not going to say everything,
2: but a lot of the things that he talks about. And so that's, yeah, it's because he's he's uh, and I feel like a lot of that is his own fault of being a narcissist. He's so eager to talk next that he doesn't fully hear what people say, so he's well collecting crumbs.
0: That's what's interesting. We're going to talk about Biden in a second, but like, that's what won Biden the election in 2020 well i mean you know his his support trump supporters will say it was stolen but the thing that won Biden that election was because his hand because biden's handlers were like dude just sit in the corner and shut the fuck up and let this guy talk his way into a loss and that's exactly what happened
2: (laughs) which is curious because he's not gonna biden's not gonna be able to do that in 2024 I think he will.
0: I really do. The I really DNC think he will. They're trying
2: hard. They're trying fucking hard. They're saying, "Oh, no debates and this and that." Which, if you go based on precedence, sure.
0: The debates are a joke anyway. They're not Oxford style debates. They're basically glorified interviews. That's all they are. There's nothing... someone else
2: going on, oh, no, I, I need to speak to this.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it, they're they're nonsense. They're they're dumb as fuck. I would love debates to come back where there's like an actual Oxford style setup. No crowd. Don't have anybody riling anybody up. No crowd there. Two men and a moderator, or man and woman, whatever. Two people and a moderator. That's it. That's the way it's. That's the way it should be done. Let the people watch on TV. Uh, and you not compressed. Not It's
2: compress an hour with yeah. With you want to move on to the to
0: the, to the to the you know a little bit more about the details on this one the the Biden uh, bribery stuff since we are talking about the tale of two corrupter corruptees whatever Trump and Biden.
2: Yeah, so I'll kick it off by uh, letting uh, Chuck Grassley speak. Chuck Grassley? Right. I don't know that old fart. Don't call me an aegis now.
0: Was he? Is he doing this interview during his colonoscopy? Yeah, I think so. He's got to be about to. Like the
1: way he talks, it sounds like it. The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, The Foreign National possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the Foreign National in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Beresma employing Hunter Biden. Based on the facts known to the Congress and the public. Slow down, Chuck. <laughs> it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to, To these alleged Joe and Hunter Biden recordings that are apparently relevant to the high stakes bribery scheme. Getting a full and complete 1023 is critical for the American people to know and understand the true nature of the document and to hold the Justice Department and the FBI accountable. It's also important for asserting congressional, constitutional congressional oversight powers against an out-of-control executive branch, obviously drunk with political infection. Remember, Congress has received 1023s in the past, and they've been made public. So asking for this 1023 to be turned over to the American people to read is not. I don't know an who's going to fall asleep first, me or it Chuck Grassley. on with ten twenty three. <laughs> Congress always owes, owes it to the American people and the brave and heroic whistleblowers to continue to fight for transparency in this matter and make this document public without unnecessary redactions. And I want everybody to remember that I have read the unredacted version except for a couple or three half Let's half inch out. redactions I'd say. <laughs> Thank you very much. I yield the floor. Thanks Chuck.
0: Can I before before we get into this can I just say that watching all of these old farts these fucking octogenarians argue about who's more corrupt is it it should be a Netflix show. <laughs> just, just, wa- right. just watching these idiots shit on each other in a very cordial, cordial way that they do. Other than Trump, of course.
2: What did he just say? So well, basically, what he's saying is the FBI has a document that is called an FD ten twenty three. So an FD-1023 is one of the many forms the FBI uses to collect and catalog information for its law enforcement and national security work. Uh, The FBI says the form is used by agents to record unverified reporting from a confidential human source, and that confidential human source information is highly sensitive. The FBI wants to protect its sources of information, and this, this is why they're not handing it over. The FBI wants to protect its <laughs> sources of information and say it's, say it's handing over the document would risk the harms that our FBI's confidentiality rules protect against. So
0: let me stop you right there for just a second, right? Because I can already hear people going, well, you just talked about confidential sources not being handed over in the COVID conversation. Very, very big difference between journalists not handing over their sources and the fucking government not yeah. handing over their sources. So they're not know how the they even- thing
2: they all the only reason they even got this document which is like super heavily redacted is the the fbi was refusing to hand it over and even refusing to even say that they had it or didn't have it right they had to subpoena it and then hold the fbi i think christopher ray in contempt to even get it okay and i want to real quick uh give a shout out to i think this is vegan but she changed her name either that you guys are so adorable i love what you guys are doing Keep up the good work. I just want to see. Thanks. Aww. Thanks, Vegan. Yeah, it we, makes us makes us all warm and fuzzy inside.
0: For every twelve shitty comments we get, we get one
2: <laughs> We get one. one. And then there's Brighton Eyes. <laughs> Bright Eyes is here too now. Um but yeah, so basically, apparently there's this guy who's a confidential source, and he says he has 17 recordings of phone calls with Hunter and Joe talking about bribery and he was holding them just in case um the the Burisma executive or the it's a berisma executive he allegedly bribed the bidens with 5 million dollars and now he's coming forward to the fbi to talk about it and the fbi is trying to stonewall this information from getting out so now it's just we just got done talking about trump right imagine just for just really 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 for the listener, try to really, strip really, really. away, <clears throat> really, 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 try to strip away your biases. Try to strip away your preconceived notions. Forget that it's Biden. Let's pretend it's Jared Kushner and Trump. Now, granted, Jared or Kushner Trump is, Jr. and Trump. Jared Kushner is doing this exact same thing when it comes to Saudi Arabia. It's like mm-hmm. two billion dollars or something like that he got from them to go work for them after Trump being president. If this was Trump and this stuff was coming out, the liberals would be losing their minds that it wasn't being released. But because it's someone that they ideologically agree with, they're just brushing it off. And that's frustrating to me. But yeah, 17 counts of, uh, or 17 recordings. And then another side note I thought was funny is right now, uh, Hunter Biden... Like for all you gun enthusiasts, this is actually a good one for you. That you actually want Hunter Biden to win in a weird way, (laughs) because Hunter Biden was just busted for uh, one of the one of the court cases he's uh, being brought to is using drugs while buying while owning a firearm, and he is using the Second Amendment as his right to own that firearm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: Hold on. I don't know that much. Which you know our listeners already know uh (laughs) it's illegal to use drugs while owning a firearm yes so everyone who owns a firearm has broken the law just about
2: no 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 not me
0: i mean unless (laughs) unless you're like one of these goofy christians who's never had to drink alcohol in your life everyone has used drugs while owning a
3: firearm you can eat pills that are legally prescribed to you and buy a, a firearm. You can drink alcohol and buy a firearm. because okay, they're legal drugs. Gotcha. But when you're buying, it doesn't, well, marijuana is different. It, when you're filling out a gun, in Michigan at least, when you're filling out a form to buy a gun, they ask you, have you used marijuana? And if you check yes, just, you're done. You're not buying a gun.
0: Well, you're an idiot if you check that box yes, because that's clearly a trap.
3: <laughs> you should be well, you'd be surprised at how many people check yes <laughs> in Michigan.
2: Yeah. And it, yeah. it it makes sense. Like it's it, like it's you don't so, want to, you, know, you're trying honestly, to be. I don't think I would be. It, right? but, but so he's using the Second Amendment to try to stay free. But the and this is why I'm telling all the gun enthusiasts that like you you're really pulling for. Uh, hunter here because of the fact that if the vice or if the president's son can have his lawyers articulate a case that it's an infringement on his second amendment rights even though he was under the influence while owning a gun of illegal substances then that's going to open the floodgates of setting a precedence for the common people Good day to you, fellow intellectual
0: idiots. If you're this far into the show, we're guessing that you probably like it. So we'd just like to ask you to hit pause. And on whatever platform you're listening, just leave us a quick review. It really does help us grow and gives us an opportunity to bring you even more great content in the future. And we'd also like to ask you to just press that share button and just send this episode to one friend that you think might be interested in our line of conversation. The best way for podcasts to grow in the sea of millions of podcasts really is through word of mouth. So every little bit helps, and we appreciate you all. So let's get back to the show. Maybe Bell can look this up. It shouldn't be that hard to find. Um, we'll just take our state. Uh, it's probably a federal crime, but is that a felony? Is it a felony to own a gun and be other, under the influence of, quote-unquote, illicit drugs? Yes. It's a felony. Okay. So oh yeah, we've all committed.
2: <laughs> not me.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, Corey. <laughs>
2: nope. You listen. Nope. Never.
0: <laughs> Come and get
3: me, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not gonna perjure myself on some fucking bullshit app. Uh, see, the thing is the thing is state laws differ. Like if you go to a place like South Carolina, your car is actually covered under your homeowner's insurance. So anything that you could put in your home, you'd be able to put in your car as far that as i know like the way to go so you know if you're like you technically you're not allowed to have any alcohol in your system if you're carrying a firearm but in certain states you're allowed to blow a, a certain limit i don't know how that would work you know it's just I'm sure it varies by you know state to state, but as far as I know... That is
2: an interesting question, because if, if marijuana is legal statewide, does that well, still...
3: Because it's
2: still federally well, illegal.
3: Well, you're running your background checks through federal agencies, so I'm assuming that state laws still wouldn't matter at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you're not charged with anything... Well... I mean, because then, because like, let's,
2: because it's weird. It's weird, right? It's convoluted because, like, here we are talking right. about how guns, you know, guns and marijuana, they, they don't mix federally, but yet you have people that are armed with guns protecting dispensaries.
3: Yeah.
0: But they're not, but they're not, they're, Corey, they're not smoking the marijuana. They're just mm-hmm. protecting it.
3: You're right. And a lot of them <laughs> have badges, which I think is kind of weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, like badges, badges.
3: The rent the rent a cop badges. No stinking badges. Nah, they're like badge badges. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, you know a rent a cop when you see one. These guys are like more they're like senior rent a cops. I'm they're not like gonna lie, dude.
0: If I was if I was like if I was like former military, that would be a badass job.
3: Speaking of security just, guard well, at be dispensary. A security
0: guard at a dispensary. What a sweet. Considering, job. What a great
3: gig. Considering the amount of armed robberies that have happened in the past, probably Year. That makes sense, year and man. And like,
0: like you look at these. You look at these dispensaries. It's like how much? Literally, how much money do you think is in there? We're talking multi
2: millions. Yeah, because it's a cash job. Yeah,
0: multi millions. You're not just the cash and the weed itself. Yeah, I think well, I, I would. And, just, and if it, you had to guess, hold on. If you had to, to, to guess, cash. maybe Bell, maybe Bell can look this up. Average, average nationwide. How much? money both in product and cash does the average marijuana dispensary have in it at any given time that's mass. i'm gonna guess take a guess cory
2: i'm gonna say probably a million. Oh, i oh
0: i'm gonna go way higher i'm gonna go between cash and product i'm gonna say maybe two i'm gonna say closer to like five million dollars
3: okay wait, wait wait so you're asking in cash how much do they have how much in cash and product? All right. So in cash, they say that they usually don't like to have over five thousand dollars in there. So they have people in and out of there going to the bank.
0: That's got to be bullshit. But okay, I'll I'll buy it.
3: I don't know. They're they're probably not going to put that information on here.
2: Yeah, they're not going to make it public. But it I mean, is it's, it is a full cash you business. Gotta, like, you, you have
3: explain. to use the ATM. You
0: got to think like you could take in, if you're a dispensary, you could take in $5,000 worth of cash in 20 minutes for people coming right. in and out of there and buying so,
3: stuff. Listen, so these companies, some of them make annually $2 million and some of them make annually between 250 and 500 k So you can do the math on that. So...
0: Boy, that seems small. That seems like a small number. That's probably well, you got to imagine, imagine to some of these dispensaries are
3: this? in some of these dispensaries are in these little shitty towns or yeah, where, butt you know fuck what I mean? nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Am, but I, then allowed you to say, got am I allowed? To, really am I still
0: allowed to say buttfuck in public? Is that or is that homophobic?
3: No, some now people it is. actually
2: prefer it. Yeah. I, said, but, <laughs> and then,
0: I was oh, watching my, my I was watching some tranny porn today. Oh, am I allowed to say tranny porn? I don't he think is, I'm allowed to say that. I take that back.
2: Is that a transmission? Like it's <laughs> like a like an like admission, but a transmission? You get it?
0: <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna. Thanks, know.
2: guys. I'm out of here. I'm just gonna see myself. <laughs> I'll just show you my Reddit history. <laughs> don't, don't do
0: that. <laughs> my Reddit searches. Right,
3: oh, Bill's focus shit. Hold on, I really can't focused. find any. I really can't find any statistics on how much weed an you know average can or average dispensary goes through. Well, all I know is they're just big
2: jars of it on tables. There's pounds and pounds, allegedly. My friends have told, have
3: told me. Well, yeah, you okay, got to yeah. imagine that. And then in the back room, if, and I was going to make a point earlier. You see all the security guards out front, but what about like where an actual majority of the weed is in the back? where I'm sure with the money, you know,
0: there is no I back bell. There's no back. There
3: is the back. There's no, there's a back.
0: There's no, there's no, no, d- 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 there's no back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the dispensary I go to, there's a back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's just where they eat lunch. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. just the break room. <laughs> mm. On to the next. Uh, uh, <laughs> do we have anything else to say about Hunter Biden, Joe, and how corrupt they are. i want to
2: see that i want to see the same amount of law being applied to them as it is by as it did trump yeah so trump might get off and you know what no, the Bidens might get off but i just want to oh. i want to see an actual investigation that's not stonewalled or called a hoax or it's suppressed by the media
0: it's just it's it's so frustrating man because obviously both of these guys are guilty of doing some shit obviously and it's just like One's okay and one's not because one bad, the other not bad.
2: No, just well, yeah. One's in charge. Your dad is for sale to the intelligence community. It is. Yes, Dan, it is. I didn't. I. I'm worried now. Tell it me more. Be. So, there was a an article that came out recently. There was a bombshell report. That How long the, is this uh, going to
0: take? I got to pee
2: that the CIA is buying digital data they're buying commercially available information from different social media platforms from companies go ahead and at take this your point
0: pee. i'm going to go p bell bell fill in for me
2: <laughs> literally everyone right now has data that they're using and they're putting it up for sale and the cia uh, the navy all of these people are just straight just Buying this information on Americans superseding the Fourth Amendment. <clears throat> the report authors cite a wide range of examples of government agencies considering it potentially using contracts with private companies to buy personal data, the Defense Intelligence Agency contracting LexisNexis, the Navy contracting a company called Serari Analytics for a database of people who might be tied to sanctioned people, and the FBI contracts cybersecurity company Zero Fox for social media alerts. So the CIA is doing what Congress is warning us TikTok is doing, basically. And what, uh, what was it? Facebook was recently
3: sued by the UK for doing. No. I have so many angry points about that. Bring them up. Let me know. Lay them on me. I mean, you're using taxpayer money to buy data that to bypass is, the Constitution. Yes. Yeah. To just, it's all bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yes. even wash my hands.
2: So, Senator Ron Wyden. Oregon, who initially asked the Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haynes, to release the report said it showed the U.S. needs more digital privacy protections for citizens. This review shows the government's existing policies have failed to provide essential safeguards for Americans' privacy or oversight of how agencies buy and use personal data. Wyden said in a Congress press release. Congress needs to pass legislation to put guardrails around government purchases, to rein in private companies that collect and sell this data and keep Americans personal information out of the hands of our adversaries wide said. Because apparently these companies aren't just selling it to our government. They're selling it to other governments as well. So my reaction to this is
0: that it shouldn't it shouldn't be a surprise. But it's also something I don't think people thought about, right? Cuz we when we've talked about not just us, but like in general, when you when you look at social media, right? If you can't tell what the product is, right? You are the product. That's something that's that's often been yeah. mentioned.
2: <coughs> yeah, when it comes to social media like uh if you're not paying for a service, you are the product.
0: You are the product, right? So, this is something that's kind of been bandied about now for I don't know, at least 3 years, probably longer. Uh why should we, why should we be surprised that the intelligence community, uh, your tax dollars, right? My tax dollars. Why should we be surprised that the intelligence community isn't purchasing this information? Why, why should we have been led to believe, like, why are we so dumb? Because I didn't think about this before because we used right. to be led to believe that it was just advertisers, right? They're buying your data to figure out what you like so they can advertise to you and sell you stuff, right? That's the that's the way right. it was kind of always banning about. But like, that was another hearing, one of
3: my issues too
0: hearing this like makes complete sense to me makes complete sense to me
3: that's what carelessness of people yeah. just, the carelessness of people just giving away their data yeah when's the last time you read a terms of service right exactly <laughs> and that was another point that never you know, they're using they're using taxpayer money to buy data that we're just carelessly giving away and we're just TikToking and Snapchatting and taking pictures of our kids, throwing it on the computer, sharing how we feel. All this shit. <laughs> and we yeah. we're mad that we're we're mad that we're capi- that they're capitalizing on it. It's yeah, crazy. it's
2: absolutely insane. And it, but the, my thing is, is it completely they're, they're, like, I'm hoping that a court case of some someone needs to file some sort of litigation for this because it is completely negating the fourth amendment
0: agreed the fourth amendment uh we're going to get into in a minute the fifth amendment which is also Mm -hmm. being violated
2: yeah the fifth amendment yeah we can get into that right now so basically everyone the cia is buying your data from these social media companies and using it against you and me and dan and bell and anyone else that you can think of or know we have another example of this that bell actually brought to our attention it's called. It was a, a a company called Covenant Eyes, and what it basically I think is. Our what'd you say? I oh yeah, Michelle Rodriguez is the one that actually brought it up to Bell. Yeah, Ooh, so Michelle, the one that actually mentioned the shout that like, came on earlier. Covenant Eyes is an anti-porn uh, software that people put on their on their uh, their stuff to help them track and make it so there's some sort of accountability so people don't use porn because some people do have a problem with it.
0: Boobies are the enemy.
2: Now the premise of this software that if I in my own personal home, let's say that there's a porn issue going on or something and I want some sort of accountability. <laughs> well, with Corey, you do party, have a
0: son, so that's that's coming it's, sooner than you know.
2: Yeah,
3: Ten years <laughs> from now probably, yep. And, uh, I'm uh, way closer, but Let's not talk about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, but so covenant eyes creates a background software that tracks different websites and different things that you do. And it shares it with an accountability partner that you give them access to, you know, your cookies and things like that.
0: So your porn addiction sponsor.
2: Yeah, basically. (laughs) And uh, so in that premise, it, it makes sense. But the problem is there is small, like little towns and stuff like that. And it's been used in at least five states where probation officers and judges are using this app and putting it on people, on people's private property on their software, on all the devices in their homes.
0: So we're talking about folks. If I, if I, if I understand this correctly, we're talking about folks that are being charged with, Sexual crimes,
2: correct? Sexual crimes, no. like child porn and things like that. But here's the here's the kicker, though. Damn. Pre-trial. They're pre-trial, exactly. This it's is a before viol- they've actually been charged.
0: That's a violation of the of your Fifth Amendment rights. That's yeah. that's a violation of your a right to yeah. not fucking incriminate yourself.
3: Let me ask you this though, to play devil's advocate. Ah,
2: okay. You're
0: this, right. This Dad. is a Next
3: this day. is a real real question. What if one of the terms of his bond before he went to trial, was that like you know, like he he just couldn't do any of that? Okay, so if if the terms of this of of
0: some gentleman's bond who is being charged and about to be tried for some sexual crime, if if some of the ter- if one of the terms of his bond is that he cannot view pornographic images,
3: mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed to own or use an electronic device at all.
0: Okay, so let's say I or Corey or you, Bell, are uh, we've gotten we've gotten our fifth DUI, right? We're about to go Mm -hmm. to prison because we can't stop drinking and driving. And one of the terms of our bond is can't drink. Makes sense, right? Uh, How many folks do you think that have that going on, go home and have an alcoholic beverage and nobody ever finds out about it? true because there's no way to track it unless unless they have a, they have a, a, a test or 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 a t- the, the the idea that you're going to view my personal stuff like even if i'm doing stuff that violates the bond like using this technology to to catch me in that act something about that doesn't sit right with me
3: right No, it doesn't sit right with me either. It's like it's a it's something that clearly violates the privacy. I mean, if the if if the whole family went there and said, "Okay, this guy's gonna be able to get out of jail right now," but one of the terms is you guys are gonna have to sign up to use this program for us to track him, or he goes back to jail.
0: That's bullshit. Because like they signed
3: it. If they signed it, that's definitely some sort of like extortion or something. I don't know what would not not to mention.
0: Not to mention, if, if he's in trouble, if this person is in trouble for child porn, let's say, obviously right. an awful crime, right? But hold on, you're already going to subpoena his devices. But if he just decides to go and watch, I don't know, normal porn that all of us watch, Corey watches, I'm sure, Bell watches, I'm sure, we all watch this stuff, right? Nope. How often
2: is not going to be disclosed?
0: There's nothing. There's nothing illegal about watching pornography. Dad, I'm
2: watching porn right now.
0: <laughs> there's nothing illegal about watching pornography. And Michelle brought up a good point, which we hadn't mentioned yet, was that they can also view the whole family, all the family's devices, because they threw it on there.
3: Yeah, she had an end yeah, no, on funny. there. She had another point. Oh, did she? I want it. Yeah, she Anne.
2: had an yeah, and like, but when uh, when it comes to. Like this family or whatever, they were literally it's a sentence. violation
0: of their privacy.
2: Yeah, like oh, that's that's sure. what I was saying. That this is and 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 one interesting thing too about this company in their terms of services they said that the
3: government cannot use it. That's a big thing too. I was going to mention that.
2: So like the idea of this company itself, it's like I'm for it. You know, some people do have struggles and they need help. You know, there's twelve step programs for everything else. Porn is something that should probably be conversed because there are people that are addicted to it.
0: 100. percent
2: This is something that could help with that. But no, the government, the governor, the government weaponizing this on someone who is innocent, who hasn't been proven guilty, I think is bullshit. The 4th Amendment prohibits the United States government from conducting unreasonable searches and seizures. In general, that means police cannot search a person or their property without a warrant or probable cause. Now, I guess the argument would be they they, they gave permission. If or if they gave permission as a uh as a stipulation to be released on bond, then eesh. But then so this so when you said the 5th Amendment, so what I was thinking about is the protection against taking the taking of property. So my argument, my argument of the fifth amendment on this is like, I feel like a bit more flimsy because I had the idea of uh, a protection against the taking of property by the government without compensation. Now, if your privacy, if your property, if your privacy is on property and it's being taken from you without just compensation, then I feel like that would be like that was my argument. That it was very flimsy, kind of far fetched. But then you said the uh, protection against self-incrimination. Yeah, that's the and more that important is, part that, to that, me. That one's way more solid than what I was saying because I figured there was some wording in the Fifth Amendment that would protect someone from this. And yeah, I think you nailed it with that. But the Fourth Amendment, the open and shut case. This is just a straight infringement on someone's rights of the government being able to do something like this.
3: Would it? Would this be a violation of the 14th Amendment as well, which would be equal equal protection under the law? No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty or property without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. So these people didn't even break the law. Or they they haven't been convicted. They haven't been. No, no. Even the guy. Forget about the guy. All right. Forget about the guy that actually committed the crime. These people had this app on their phone. Oh, you're talking about the family. I got you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for context,
2: we're talking about a uh, article that's from uh, Wired.com and an anti-porn app put a man in jail and his family under surveillance. And, like, the app, the probation officer was getting screenshots of, like, the son watching YouTube videos or the grandma buying underwear to the point where uh, the, the mom, her name's Hannah, she began skipping her online therapy sessions, fearing that the probation officers would snoop on what she told her doctor. She says her 12-year-old son approached her a half a dozen times asking things like, mom, will pocket Morty's get dad in trouble? Her daughter was afraid to text with her friends, worrying that if she used bad language, her father could end up in jail. And it was like the family was being charged with the crime, Hannah says. It felt like entrapment. Jonathan Maines, an attorney of the, Je- uh, the MacArthur Justice Center of Illinois' office, says the surveillance Hannah's family faces likely violates several of their constitutional rights. Yeah, so we named three. You.
0: So there's <laughs> like another four.
2: This feels we're, like named, we're
0: not we, even lawyers. Yeah, we, and we just <laughs> named we just named we just named three amendments that they were possibly in violation of. Let alone sub subtexts of those amendments that we didn't even cover.
2: Oh, so he says First Amendment. Not this sorry. feels like an extraordinary intrusive violation of the family's First Amendment rights to be able to access the internet and communicate without being monitored. He says. Maine's adds that because the software effectively enables continuous and suspicious, suspicionless searches of the devices of people's. F- who haven't been charged with the crime, the I family's mean, dude, Fourth Amendment rights are potentially that's violated.
0: Gr- all, all you need is, like, dude, it's illegal search and seizure. At the end right. of the day. And, well, he, and
2: the, here's the thing, too, about this, a lot of this, uh, this, this software. It also reads background network requests, which is a collection of tools for the JavaScript APIs that enables your website to send and receive updates even when a user does not have your website open. <laughs> so if they ever in the entire history visited Pornhub before she hit the fan... Pornhub is just using cookies to refresh, which is can a you network imagine? request, Dude, can which you is ma- showing the, web, the the company that they're trying to access Pornhub, which can you lets this probation officer know that they're trying to access Pornhub when they, can, in fact, weren't.
0: Yeah, can you, but but can you imagine, like, let's say this man has a 13-year-old son, right? 12-year-old son. You remember being 12. I remember being 12. It was a little bit different when we yeah, were Yeah, my mom
2: kept asking why we kept getting viruses from LimeWire. Yes,
0: yes. We were, I had a friend, I'm not going to name names, but I had a friend who, ha- she, she was the cool mom and nothing hardcore, but just like nudie pictures, right? Just like pictures of chicks with, with out <laughs> and like a little, little bit of pussy flashing, but just pictures that she was just like, Hey guys, whatever you want, come in here. Just, just. Do what you gotta do. Just do, I had what you a friend gotta do. like that
2: in, in uh, middle school. I would do his but, homework for a Playboy cutout.
0: But like, can you imagine you imagine that being that kid who's just like trying to look at some tits and like incriminating? Your and then father. all of a sudden
2: your dad goes to prison. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine being that kid? Like, oh my god, did he get did he get did he get did he go to jail because I looked at a deep fake of Britney Spears' tits? Uh, wow, I'm thinking of myself now. <laughs> circa 2002 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i just well, yeah this, I is was just, old. this
2: is wrong this is wrong i don't like it
0: what I the don't porn like or the law or the both
2: dan no i'm just kidding <laughs> the law good lord <laughs> um uh...
1: yeah so this this
2: is clearly an infringement of rights and i'm hoping that this case goes the right way to kind of i think all you need in the bud because we do not want this stuff honestly like we talked about i think four amendments here
0: i think all you need is number four illegal search and seizure of the family at most and then the fifth amendment you know the right to not incriminate yourself i think that also applies here and i'm not a lawyer bell's not a lawyer Corey's not a lawyer uh some of this stuff is pretty cut and dry uh what do we got next Corey?
2: What you is, uh, who is, is it? Uh, Dre, when he's like, uh, he says, uh, I didn't pass the bar, but I know a little bit. <laughs> yeah. In the song 99 Problems. No, that's Jay Z. That's Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. I didn't pass the bar, but I know a little bit. <laughs> know enough to know that you can't allegi- illegal- illegally search my shit. That's enough rapping for me, though. Today, we about
0: NATO, or we want st- to. What do we want to talk about?
2: The Trump course. Oh,
0: shit. I almost forgot about that one. Uh, yeah. So, if you're a longtime listener of this show, you will know that we're not a fan of Donald Trump. We've defended him in certain areas where he, we feel like he needs to be defended. And I think this is more a coincidence than anything else. But, Corey, his, his, Supreme Court appointees in below Supreme Court appointees are pleasantly surprising. God, they've been so good. I mean, they've just been so good. Can I just start before we get into the topic? I can't believe I'm saying this because five years ago, I would have punched myself in the balls for saying it. Can I just say that Amy Coney Barrett's pretty goddamn good? Like, am I just allowed to say that?
2: What about Brett Kavanaugh?
0: Uh, he was involved in the, in the, in the latest controversial decision, correct?
3: Yeah. Can we just say the Supreme Court as a whole are actually doing their job? Dude,
0: they're ballers. They're Except been, for Clarence Thomas. Except fucking. for Clarence Thomas.
3: <laughs> yeah, fucking. <laughs> <it, I guess. laughs> Clarence Thomas fucking <laughs> sucks.
0: But they've been such, they've been such, they've been so good. And, and, and my buddy, my buddy brought this up to me who, who happens to be not only liberal, but also Homosexual a very liberal guy and when i when i brought up the supreme court to him a few weeks ago in a conversation i i am so shocked at the things that he said we, we we talked about amy coney barrett a little bit and he brought up a really good point when it came to especially amy coney barrett he he thinks and i think this is actually discrediting trump more than he deserves he thinks that Trump underestimated what a staunch constitutionalist Amy Coney Barrett is. I know I made that underestimation. But she really is a staunch constitutionalist.
2: She doesn't let her Catholicism get in the way.
0: Dude, I'm giving her I'll give her credit. I'll give her credit all day long until she gives me a reason not to.
2: She's been fantastic. Well, in this one case she was actually voted against, but Brett Kavanaugh I don't, came in. I don't
3: care about a person's beliefs. Anybody can have any beliefs that they want, but as long as they do their job, which is what all of them besides.
0: Clarence Thomas? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Clarence Thomas. You're
0: a racist for not liking him.
3: Who said that?
0: I did. Dan
2: said that. <laughs> Bell
0: did that but uh <laughs> with, with it with it with a with literally rosa parks hanging above his left shoulder <laughs>
2: <laughs> here's a sound bite that i'll get That's snipped smart. years from now if that not like clarence thomas makes me a racist then i'm one of them <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah fuck that guy uh, fuck. uh Corey, what did what did break kavanaugh get right
2: so Brett Kavanaugh got right. They So it was the, uh, so here, let me find it real quick. It was the the Alabama court case. Uh, Alabama, they have like, uh, what was it? Seven, I think districts for the, the, the U.S. House of Representatives. And the Alabama GOP controlled Senate and House tried to redraw their districting lines. And in doing so, they literally made one district that was basically a predominantly black district, and then they cookie-cuttered all around it for the rest of them to be Republican.
0: Because that's what gerrymandering is. We have one of those districts, district twelve here district twelve here in Michigan. Look Which it is getting better.
2: I don't know if it's still like that. And I, I don't think it's as bad. I, you're right. I don't they think, they think it's as bad. Because it
0: used to be it used to be, for those who don't know, we had we had a district, I believe it was district twelve here in Michigan, that had The city of Pontiac, which is a which is a mostly black community and certainly mostly lower income community, was drawn into this district with a straight, really narrow line down Woodward Avenue and circling the city of Detroit and Southfield. So it was basically putting all the poor and mostly black voters into one district to gerrymander them out of uh, basically out of contention.
2: Yeah. Because they just surrounded it with a bunch of red districts.
3: So I just shared an NPR article with you guys. Um actually the Supreme Court just ruled against a bunch of Republicans that were trying to gerrymander a district in Alabama. That's the one we're talking yeah, that's about. What
0: we're, that's the one we're talking about, I and think. This is
3: yeah, no, it's it's wild. <laughs> yeah, I know what yeah, are no, they, talking about, but like it's just I still can't get over it because... Yeah, it's insane. We have a conservative court, and that's what they did. We have a conservative court. They're evil. Evil constitutionalists.
0: These And they just said, no, you're
2: not being racist. To are the state of Alabama. And so right. Alabama is looking to pick up uh, uh, seats for the House. And what's interesting, too, is there's a Louisiana case that's the same thing that's on hold with the Supreme Court. Yes. And that is probably also going to go the same way now. And Georgia and North Carolina. Now, too, I believe. I think we're a really, lot of these I, states are trying to redraw their districts. to favor Republican
3: states, uh,
2: not recently, but they, they just redrew the districts, did they? Yeah, oh, we uh, we voted. Out. It was like proposal two in like 2016, I think.
3: No, it was 2018, no, uh, no, 2018 no, maybe. Even, even still. I mean, you could look up a map of the districts. I think I did, like, literally six months ago. Yeah, no, it's been
2: redrawn, like, really recently. It's still crazy, dude. Um, Party strategists and outside experts now say the ruling in Alabama and the cases in Louisiana where black people make up a third of the population and in Georgia, which has a similar share of black residents, can net the party at least three more seats, potentially offsetting a new map Republicans are set to draw in north carolina that is anticipated to give the gop a hefty advantage there but yeah so this this case is going to hold a lot of weight in a lot of these red states that are trying to gerrymander the shit out of their voters
0: you know what you know what is make me you know what what is make me what the fuck how many drinks have i had you know what What you do now you know you know what makes me frustrated is is this is what always, always, always frustrates me about the Republican Party. Like, the Democratic Party's got huge problems. But one of the things that always frustrates me about the Republican Party is, like, you have Joe Biden as your president, right? So this is, we, we always talk about politics on a national scale, even though we shouldn't, but we do. And you have a Democratic president who has a pretty significant history of being a racist motherfucker, right? Look no further than the 1995 crime bill.
2: I think that's and 94.
0: Whatever. You, but you have you, you, you have an opportunity, and, and the Republican Party has had this now for, it seems like, six or more years, where they have the ability to actually pick up more black voters. <coughs> like, they actually have that ability. Like, right now, we're, we're in a situation where the Republican Party is kind of the more working class party. Right, which is which is one of the things we talked about in 2016, and one of the reasons why Hillary Clinton lost, because Obama abandoned abandoned the working class, and uh, Hillary Clinton thought, well, I got this in the bag, and so instead of actually seizing on that opportunity, right, Republicans have more of the Hispanic base than I think anybody realized prior to 2016. When you're talking about border towns, when you're talking about Florida, because, you know, a lot of these transplants from Hispanic countries hate fucking socialism. And and what do they do? They go to try and redraw districts to stifle in, that vote in a racist way when mm-hmm. you could have just done what you need to do to pick up those voters.
2: And it's not even us just going, oh, that's racist. No. This is our Supreme Court. John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh. And them saying that this was clearly right. Corey,
0: when when have Republicans had more of an opportunity to pick up a black base than now? Yeah, and they're not going to do it. They're just going to redraw district lines in a Stamp racist way. Up. Yeah, you know that, that's what drives me nuts about the Republican so Party is they, they always want to go. About. Hold on, I have a rant for a second. They always want to go. We're not racist. Republicans are doing that shit all the time. They're like defending how the fat, how the- how they're not racist. Well, do what you need to do to actually pick up these black voters. You already did nice. it with white working class people, but what do they do instead? They redraw district lines,
2: right? And this is the perfect example of what we talk about in our show between faux racism and like actual like institutionalized racism in our country. Gerrymandering. Things like that—that's racism, but it's not as sexy. No yeah, one basically, really talks we got—we got—we got to gotta,
0: gotta bottle all these minority votes into one little district.
2: Yeah, essentially, yeah, that's what they do. When people talk about systematic racism, that's what this is. This is mm-hmm. systematic racism. Another Trump. I uh, think the word you were looking for was systemic. Systemic, systematic, systemic. <laughs> Those are two. That's the same word I'm saying, isn't it?
0: No, it's not
2: it's a different word okay my words you know sometimes <laughs> I'm here to learn words Dan's here to learn I don't know how to fold clothes I guess
0: I don't
2: yeah no well it's, <laughs> it's
0: darker right now so you can't see him over my uh, my left shoulder here <laughs>
2: um but yeah no this is this is a great this is a great win for the American people and then another one. Tennessee, another in Tennessee, Thomas Parker, a Republican Trump nominee, right? Appointed by Donald Trump himself, just shot down a bill regarding, uh, actually, let me find it real quick.
0: It was a drag bill, was it not?
2: Yeah, it was the drag bill. And they just shot down a drag bill. That was supposed to let me find. I'm trying to find the article that I had up. Uh, wow, I haven't been in this situation in a while.
0: You need to find it because I don't have it in front of me. Hmm. There was a Tennessee drag bill that was shot, I, and uh, I guess you could say a ten a, an anti drag bill, right, in Tennessee that was poo pooed by a Trump nominated judge and while you yeah. find this Corey
2: let me just Metro say judge overturns Tennessee ban on drag shows
0: let me just say something I'm actually gonna give Donald Trump a little bit of credit for which is which I think is is why he will ultimately defeat Ron DeSantis in a primary Trump doesn't give a fuck about the drag stuff can we say that is that okay to he say doesn't
2: give a shut he doesn't give a fuck about the LGBTQ community the only thing that he did that I disagreed with when it came to that community was banned trans people from joining the military. Other than that, he was selling fucking Trump merchandise with rainbow flags.
0: He's like really good friends with, uh, with Caitlyn Jenner. So bell bell just put in the, in the private chat here, Tennessee Senate majority leader, Jack Johnson, what the boxer, uh, the, the drafter of the state's drag show bill told NPR in a statement, quote, just as current law prohibits strip clubs from admitting children, this legislation uh, would also prohibit sexually suggestive drag shows from being performed on public property or on any non-age-restricted private property where a minor could be present. And that's from March.
2: But they changed the writing to uh, a reasonable 17-year-old or something like that.
0: Dude, the drag shit drives me nuts because... Drag is not a new thing, guys. Drag's been around for a long time. And to me, what to me as a 30 almost 35 year old man, what drag represents to me is a, I guess you could say sexualized humor, but at the end of the day, it's just funny. It's just, it's always just it's been people like it's, having
2: fun. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. It's always just been silly. Like, I'm sure you've been to drag events, Corey. I have.
2: I've actually never been to one. I've drag been cat queen, called by one. I've been to drag Royal queen Oak. Bingo. They did Royal Oak bingo and, and Royal Oak. They did drag queen bingo. Yeah, I've been to so drag like, queen they bingo. had a speaker that reached outside and I was walking by and I was getting cat called. And it's, it's just, funny. What's really funny. Is the guy I was with? Like, as soon as I heard it and I looked, I knew that's what was going on. And like, I just like laughed, you know, and like waved, you know, and did a little bow because they were like saying some pretty, pretty raunchy catcalling stuff about me and my friend. My friend didn't realize they were a drag queen, and he ran inside thinking they were catcalling him. <laughs> and then he was in there but for about five minutes, and he came out and he's like, "Dude, those were guys." And like, I was like, "No
0: shit!" But like, that's funny, and it's this thing where like, so, so. So the bill said, so, says something about like where a minor could be present that should not be legislated into law. Like uh, in downtown Royal Oak, for, for those who are uh, not native Detroiters, it's it's a, it's a it's a decent sized suburb north of Detroit with an with a with a pretty with a pretty quote unquote happening downtown scene. And, you know, where there's a lot of foot traffic. And yet, when there's drag queens on a corner in Royal Oak at 1030 at night on a fucking Friday. Could there be a minor present? I guess there could be, but it's like, do you think drag queens don't understand like what's appropriate like other adults do? Like even when you're talking about this drag queen story hour stuff, right? Which I think is a little strange, but whatever. All I've ever seen from those is literally just a dude in drag reading a story to kids. Right. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. Like, it just doesn't offend me. I don't like you have a you have a a young boy, Corey. Would you be like weirded out by your son being read a story by a
2: drag queen? I have a feeling you wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't be now if he was spreading his legs and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. they're not. But they're like, not. Why, That's indecent why, exposure. It doesn't matter are, if
0: you're drag or straight. Why are drag queens like this suspect of like this? The, like this weird grooming culture? They're 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 adult human females that human females. They're adult. <laughs> they're adult human males that are dressed like females that also understand what's appropriate and what's not around a child.
2: Right? Do you think Giuliani would be pissed?
0: About then what we can't
2: dress and drag anymore? Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> or uh, J <laughs> uh, <G>. Edgar Hoover?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Or I guess I guess we just nix all of fucking Shakespeare.
0: Dude, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, get so U.S.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I U.S. Just don't get District it. Judge Thomas Parker ruled the Adult Entertainment Act violates the separation of powers principles and chills speech protected through the First Amendment. <laughs> Uh, Parker's ruling noted that the state's existing obscenity laws can punish most and possibly all of the conduct the AEA seeks to regulate. So here we have another Trump lawyer or a Trump appointed uh, judge defending the Constitution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And defending drag queens by proxy, I guess. Right.
2: <laughs> it's just it's just insane to me that uh, this that these lawyers and judges, everyone was freaking out about them. and here they are being the ones that are actually upholding the constitution.
0: Yeah, it, uh, essentially, like let it play out. Essentially, in everything.
2: Right? And another thing that Bell just brought up uh, that whenever we try to look this stuff up, we have been finding more articles on how drag queens have saved children. <laughs> versus harming them
0: more, yeah more, more dude it's ju- all it's just a form yeah, of stop focusing on
2: the drag queen stop focusing on the Catholic Church it's ju-
0: <laughs> right it's just dude it's just a form of entertainment and when you and I Corey as grown men go out on a Friday night and we go out with our you know our wives to a well my fiance your wife to a to a drag queen show at 10 30 on a Friday is it going to be sexual? Yes, because it's entertainment for adults. And like, I I just don't get it. I don't understand this idea that drag queens don't understand what is and what is not appropriate in front of children. They're human beings. They're normal people for the most part. I've never met a drag queen. And I haven't met a ton of them. But the ones that I've run into, like in downtown Royal Oak or wherever and had a conversation with, it's like they're. They're doing their job. They're entertainers at the end of the day, right? Most drag queens, yeah. they're just, I don't know. I don't, I.
2: But yeah. Yeah. So basically to, to wrap it up, Trump appointed attorney. Or he's trying to the shut the, Constitution, up. Uh, the, the right, uh, or the, blah, blah, blah. I think I'm having a stroke. I sound like Chuck Grassley now. Uh, um, Trump appointed judges one defended drag queens the other ones defended uh, racially motivated gerrymandering or or try to shut down
0: racially motivated gerrymandering. yeah
2: sorry yeah they shut down racially motivated drag hey queens. man
0: i can't stand donald trump but his judges are doing a good job
2: <laughs> it's just yeah, they're not they're just actually doing an okay job
0: the way it the way it is at the end of the day remember when that was going to be the end of the world
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett Kavanaugh was going to be the end of the world. Then Amy Comey Barrett was going to be the end of the world. The well, you know, I mean, just because that Trump appointed were going to be the end of the world.
0: That's because Brett Kavanaugh raped every woman he ever met. You didn't know that?
2: And Black Bay goes, they're still just doing their job when they're reading to kids. So they go, yeah, they, they are. They're just, they're just there to read to kids. Just read to kids. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, okay. So before we end the show, let me just say this, right? So you want to talk about protecting uh children from drag queens right we have to protect them from from their sexual as ex- ex- escapades right so why why is it okay to let's take DeSantis for example why is it okay to do to to protect kids against drag queens but like as you said but not against the Catholic Church Which one are we talking about? Which way
2: are we going? When we say, so, so why do we need to protect kids from drag Queens and not, but not Catholic against church? the Catholic church. Oh, because you mean, who's really to... touched.
0: Who's really touched more kids.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. In <laughs> Illinois alone, there was like 2000 kids from 1957 to like 2019 from like 400 and some diocese priests and other people in the uh, clergy. But we don't want to talk about that, Dan. We're more mad that people that dress up like those people make fun of them.
0: Yeah. And it's like, why is it okay? Why why do you want to protect parents' rights to a curriculum to have them not read books by drag queens? But you're going to take them to Catholic Church on Sunday.
2: <laughs> go ahead. Go with Father So-and-so back in that weird room. Be an altar boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, like statistically, you're way more safe having your kid around a bunch of drag queens than you are from anyone in the Catholic Church up to the Well, just mostly just priests,
0: priests and bishops. Uh, I don't know. I hate it.
2: Welcome to the uh, chat, Black Bag. We're actually about to be wrapping up and make sure to uh, like, follow and share. This is the type of conversations we're always having. So
0: fuck the Catholic Church. Drag queens are okay and trump's uh appointed judges are actually doing it okay pretty good good. it's It's weird what a fucking
2: bizarre world we live in trump's appointed judges that were supposed to end the world are fighting against racism and protecting the rights of people to express themselves freely
0: actually doing a damn good job uh anyway tell the people people where they can find us gory walsh
2: Libservative Podcast is found on all social media podcast platforms. Our website is libservative We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at Libservative Our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcasts. And if you reach out directly at LibservativePod at gmail.com. Subscribe today.
0: Subscribe today. New episodes tomorrow. weekly. Uh yeah. For Bell. <laughs> for Bell the Body Snatcher. He, as always, is Corey Walsh. And he's Dan Griffin. This has been Libservative. And we are intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy. And until next time, we are out of here.
3: We,
1: the people, cannot connect